Hola ustedes. And happy fucking Halloween. Uh, sadly, this Halloween is not the alcohol-induced coma I was promised, but next year's Halloween is going to be fucking wild. I'm manifesting into reality right now. Um, but how are you guys doing? How are we all this week? I took a little break from social media earlier in the week to um, deal with some stuff that was going on in my personal life, which I may end up talking about in a future episode, but as of now, I'm going to keep that one to myself. <laughs> But yeah, it's took a little break, took a step back, so hopefully you guys are all still doing okay. Uh, this episode has been sitting on the back burner for quite a while, uh, because we had Moaz's episode, and then we had Hamna's follow-up to talk about what we got wrong in that episode, and now finally, finally, Kaylee, you can get your story out. <laughs> uh, we talk about some pretty deep stuff, uh, we talk about identity the struggles of growing up in a heteronormative household, even a tolerant one, because it still isn't completely open and it can be quite damaging, especially for um, queer children, not knowing that their identity is an option because we're very keen to put ourselves into boxes as people and if who we are isn't an available choice, apparent, an apparent choice, then it can often cause some, some issues. And that's what Kaylee talks about now. And it's uh, hearing this, I think we could all learn a little in embracing the differences in each other and around and the differences around us. But we also talk about uh, same-sex relationships and sometimes like the abuse that you can face because it's it's not it's not limited to heterosexual relationships. It's just people. You can have an abusive relationship no matter what. And I personally have never seen that talked about until I met Kaylee. Like, I'd never heard of that being a thing. So I have to give massive props to Kaylee for being brave enough to talk about this in the podcast. Uh, so go, you guys go show us some love. But regardless, hope you guys enjoy. And I'll see you later. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the, I think, seventh episode now of the And Today podcast. Today, I'm joined by Kaylee Mountford. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> I need to start checking my guests' <laughs> names before. Oh, last episode with Moaz. Moaz, I'm still sorry about that. But yeah, today I'm joined by Kaylee Mountford, and we're here to talk about identity, the struggles that come with it, and basically just discussing what it means to be a human do you want to introduce yourself kaylee um hi i'm kaylee <laughs> um, hi kaylee um i'm 18 and i'm from nottingham this is sounding like um a dating application <laughs> <laughs> I think that isn't the end of this podcast but if something comes out of it i want credit um, I think you might do a better job at introducing me, but... Alright, well, I met Kaylee. Uh Oh, shit, this is where I look really bad, because I don't remember. London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We're at London. We went places. to the Linklater thing. Same place I met Lavinia, actually. Thank you to these guys for being so fucking cool and helping me out with this. Right, so do you want to talk about our topic today? Yeah, so... Today we are talking about identity, um, which is a really broad subject, but I think we've managed mm. to um, sort of pinpoint the parts of it uh, quite well. Um, so firstly, I want to talk about what identity is Yeah. Um, and what sort of shapes a person's identity. Um, now, obviously, there's a lot of things like your environment and how you're brought up and stuff. Yeah, you've then got religion, all these other yeah. outside factors, internal factors, genetics. Beliefs, so many. appearance. Yeah. There's so much that comes into it. Um, so it's really hard to sort of, like, narrow it down to one hmm. general thing. Um 
Should we see what Google has to say? Yeah, we can do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you continue. I'll get up the, the Google definition. Um, the one thing I did find um, was that the only thing that stays the same over time is your name. Obviously, this is not the case for everyone. Um, I've actually had a name change before, my last name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I want to change it again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you pick Mountford? Um, well, basically, um, I used to be called Hayley Pepper, which was my... Pepper? Yeah. <laughs> People used to say, where's the salt? <laughs> 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 um, so that was my dad's last name. And then my mum got married and had kids with someone else. His last name was Mountford. And yeah. I grew up as an only child, so I was being a bitch about it, and I was like, well, I'm left out, so I want to be a Malford. So I got my name changed, and now my mum isn't with him anymore. So the name Malford means nothing to me. So so it's just stuck onto you? Yep. Um, so I would like my mum's last name, which is Granger. Oh, which one's that? Granger. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. That's a Katie good one. Granger. It sounds nice. That's like a detective from the 60s name. Um, well, I don't think female detectives were a thing then, but you know. <laughs> I, just, I can't afford to buy a new passport right now and like call the bank. I need mm, to sort it out with work. Sort of it's just too much. Just wait till you move job and then, then you can go for it. <laughs> My plan is to do it before oh, and, uni. Oh. Yeah, 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 so then you don't have to bother with going swapping all through the uni mm-hmm. stuff. But Google says identity open brackets, philosophy, close brackets, also called sameness, is whatever makes an entity definable and recognisable over time. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to talk about identity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what does it mean to you, really? Uh, Trying to narrow it down. Ooh, if you're okay. talking about identity. See, I've struggled with this a lot in terms of like, just asking myself, who am I? Like, literally looking in the mirror and being like, who are you? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I've told you this before. It was on a night out, so whether you remember it, I don't know. <laughs> but I said to you that my belief is that we're um, spiritual beings having a human experience. Oh, yeah, I think you ever yeah. told me that. So I just kind of look at myself, and I'm, I know that I'm just in this body, but there's more to me if that makes sense mm. um i'm not sure if i'm explaining that well but um it was very elon musk <laughs> I, I do vibe um but to me i think a lot of it is um to do with self-expression and your beliefs like moral codes um your boundaries Mm. with yourself and with other people um but obviously it can all be shaped by everything around you i would say that's my yeah, we, sort we, of view on it we come out quite malleable don't we like a mold yeah yeah definitely clay i think that's the right <laughs> one <laughs> that's the right one so kaylee you said that you you're, you're bi yeah you said that you were also raised in like a hetero environment how was that um, because growing up, it took me a while to realise it. Um, I only figured out when I was 16. To be fair, that's quite young, because I know a lot of people, you know, they take even longer. Yeah, still figuring yeah. out, yeah. But um, growing up in a heterosexual environment is quite damaging for someone mm. who is part of the LGBT. Um, keep up. Um <laughs> <laughs> Basically, growing up, my dad would always ask me, like, oh, have you got a boyfriend? But it yeah. was never boyfriend or girlfriend. And I feel like if someone had just said that to me, it would have let me know that both options are okay and the other option is fair. So that you wouldn't feel alienated or having yeah. to pick one? Yeah, literally. Um, because... I also, I didn't know that I was attracted to girls, but 
I was also attracted to boys, so I thought, well, mm. I'm not a lesbian, so I must be straight. And I grew up thinking that I was straight because, as a young person, I didn't know that bisexuality existed. Um, well, what, 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 how young were you when you first found out bisexuality was a thing? Um, sometime in secondary school. Yeah. But I would say later on, probably like year nine, year ten. Mm. Um, so going all that time not knowing that that was an option that must have been quite alienating yeah definitely Um, and you know I had problems since then like in terms of my sexuality it's a spectrum and at one (laughs) point I thought that I was lesbian but that's just because I think I've got this internal like hatred for men You and me both, sister. But I feel like bisexual... I'm more comfortable with that word now. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Also, when I thought that I was a lesbian, I think I was just uncomfortable with being bi. I think it was like the biphobia kind of thing. Yeah. If you've heard about that. But it's quite common. I've heard, heard a bit. Can you explain more about it for our listeners? Yeah, so it's not just within like heterosexual people it's lesbians as well um mm-hmm. who are biphobic but obviously not all um but it's based on the stereotypes that um bi people are greedy um a lot of people don't understand that it can exist because they're like well how can you like both um, you just don't know because you're not <laughs> And there's also the stereotype that um, bi people are more likely to cheat because they have more options. Mm. And because of that, um, a lot of people, straight or gay, they will say, like, oh, I don't want to date a bi person because they're going to cheat or their eyes are going to wander. I've got more people to be cautious of, blah, blah, blah. So really, it stems from insecurities? Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay, I get it. Damn, even within the LGBT community, yeah. they're still segregating. <laughs> Damn, my Jesus. There's a whole last culture I'm not involved in. <laughs> oh, can you explain that? Because I I don't I know a lot of listeners like me don't uh understand really what's the difference between bisexuality and pansexuality? Do you um, know? I do know, yeah. So bisexuality is well obviously bi means two. Um, yeah. so it's a sexual attraction towards male and females. Oh, I think I get yeah. it now. Yeah. Um, pansexuality would be an attraction to anyone, um, regardless of gender. And to be fair, I feel like I would actually fit into pansexual more because mm-hmm. for me, attraction is just based on whoever I like. Like, I don't really consider gender or anything like that. It's just the yeah. person. Um, so that would actually fit me more, but I just don't say that because I don't want to deal with the comments about, oh... The, the, so you, oh, you, you like, like pans. <laughs> I, I feel bad because I didn't know anything about this other side. Like, I knew that you could that being gay was a thing when I came to college, and I'd heard of being trans, but that was about it. And then I met this guy... Uh, I'm not going to name his name because I haven't asked, but he, he's pansexual. He went to my college. And then I was just like, the fuck is pansexual? <laughs> and then, of course, the frying pan yeah, jokes. Yeah. And my dad my dad fucking fits kitchen, so I knew all the mix and models. <laughs> I feel so bad for that guy. Bro, I am sorry. If you're listening to this, I apologize. <laughs> I think a lot of people say those things, though, and it's it's not necessarily always like in a malicious way it's just no, because there's a lack can of imagine people. it can get quite facetious hmm? i imagine it can be quite facetious though if you're a pan yeah. person you've heard that like 30 times a day from everyone you know that's why i wouldn't choose to tell people yeah. <laughs> just to just to avoid that because people understand that and you know mm. so with non-binary people mm. um you, you're pretty much my spokesperson at this point. I know Jack fucking shit. 
which is from my own ignorance to be honest i should do the research but seeing as you're um you're a commodity here and you can help enlighten the listeners and me uh what's that (laughs) this is not my you know expert area but i know Mm -hmm. generally um non-binary people feel as though they are neither male or female okay um so they're just kind of like floating in the middle like some they just vibe some days they might feel more feminine and other days they might feel more masculine but generally oh is that where gender fluid yeah, comes yeah. in but generally right okay they don't feel like they fit either um so yeah that's what i know of that area <laughs> so that's that's where pansexuality comes in when you're attracted to yeah those kind of people yeah. as well and it also okay. includes um trans people actually um does bisexuality not include trans well, people i would say it does but i've heard some people don't think it does which is why i don't know because if you're trans then you are yeah you so are i've um, got the badge to prove it <laughs> <laughs> if you're male to female then you should be included in bisexuality because you're female but some yeah. people um don't i don't know they just don't include it um i think it's down to that stigma of like oh i don't want to date a trans person blah 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 like they get excluded from a lot of things which is really not okay at all no that's something i have to work on myself as well like before my sister came out as trans i was pretty badly transphobic i'm not gonna i'm gonna expose myself right now like i I didn't understand anything about it and my sister was like oh yeah uh, by the way, I'm trans. I've known since I was three years old. I'm like, oh, fuck. Wow, three years That's old. wild. Three years old, she said. She's uh, she's autistic, so her brain is working 30 times <laughs> the speed of my little pitiful train. <laughs> but I think it's because yeah. you've since educated yourself on it, though. Yeah, yeah. She, she's my she's my sister. Same person she's always mm-hmm. been. So then I was just like, just like a switch. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's wild. So, yeah, um, to bring it back... Her identity is that, and um, it, it to me it seemed like changed, and you know it was growing. But to her, it was just she, she'd always known. She just didn't know the right way to enunciate yeah. it. And I suppose in a, in a way that you're you're still trying, you are trying to find out where you fit mm-hmm. in. If if I'm right yeah. there, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, you said as well that you struggled because you didn't know it was an option. Mm-hmm. Would you say that the lack of awareness and the fact that we all feel this urge to box ourselves into labels really really hurt you and like made you struggle Um, with that definitely because i did speak out about it with friends and stuff when i was struggling Mm. and every single one of them told me don't put a label on it just you know do whatever you want and just live basically Mm-hmm. Um, but I was so focused on putting a label on it. I know now that I don't need to. Um, if someone asks, I will say bisexual just so they know. E- ease of access, yeah. yeah. Um, but a lot of the times as well, I will just say gay and leave it open. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't really like labels. I think people should lay off that because you end up putting a lot of pressure on finding a label when it's just not necessary mm. i think as well a lot of that comes from within as well there's obviously societal expectations that you have to and then that plays in your own belief that, you, that you've got it you've got to find a place you fit mm. in and then you just kind of get obsessed yeah, with it definitely i definitely got obsessed with like trying to find a label which is why mm. um so i've had like bad experiences with men um yeah. i won't go into detail but um like sexual assault that kind of thing right mm, I'm, I'm sorry uh, it's okay it happens <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry humor is my way of like dealing with it i just laugh about it all the time <laughs> i'm trying to gauge whether it's okay as my professional role as a podcaster to laugh yeah. along with you <laughs> i'm just gauging <laughs> okay okay well then i'm good i can't get cancelled <laughs> but yeah because of that um like, I just wanted to stay away from men, and I thought that was yeah. because I was a lesbian. Um, 
turns out that's not the case um oh god so you've got that as well playing into your identity struggles as well um because there is you know i am attracted to men and women so i can't just say i'm a lesbian because i hate men (laughs) 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 um but yeah i really struggled with all of the labels because i knew that i didn't fit into the lesbian label yeah i also felt at the time that i didn't fit into the bisexual label um now not so much i feel like that does sort of fit but mm-hmm. yeah it was hard like trying to figure out sounds it i mean i've been following your stories for like the past <laughs> yeah, and on snapchat good. for like the past for like the year yeah past year it is an adventure <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it really is. Let, me, let me just think of some of the fucking highlights uh What, I think you went for a jog the other day and then there was like something on your story about that. It was like this empowerment speech. Yeah, I was vibing yeah. it. Because um, I always go on a jog past like 10 o'clock when it's dark because mm. I don't want people to see me. Um, <laughs> and the other day um, I ran on a main street, like, well, a main road with, you know, mm-hmm. street lights. Everyone could see me. Um no one saw me at all not even one car passed me so that was like a big thing for me because i was like putting myself out there yeah so i just you know i just remembered that no one gives a shit about <laughs> me on a run <laughs> everyone is so invested in their own lives their own problems like no one cares you know no, no one gives a fuck no. but honestly <laughs> Kate, i'm really proud of you for that well done the only time i care about a jug is if they're in the fucking road and i'm like no <laughs> It also means that I can now go on a run at, like, 5pm instead of really late in the dark. <laughs> With all the creeps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think earlier, I'm not sure if you mentioned it on the, uh, the the podcast, I think it was when we were having our discussion at the beginning. Mm. I think you mentioned that al- some of the struggles as well surrounding, you know, you thinking that you, you don't like men, you you think that you do and then there's this struggle i think you said some of that came from someone else as well yeah so um my previous relationship was pretty um what's the well mentally abusive emotionally abusive Mm. um and you know i'm not gonna slander the person at all um there's no bad blood now but um they used to tell me that I preferred men because um, I've been with more men in the past. So basically my preference for women was completely invalidated purely because I'd been with more men. Well, I mean... But... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I had been with more men because at that point I didn't know that I was gay. Yeah. And there was like one other bisexual person in my school and that was mm. it so well yeah you're not gonna know i yeah and it was just that really hurt me because it was like i was constantly just trying to prove myself because um, mm. i know that i've got a preference for women and right now it probably yeah it you know like 90 10 probably <laughs> <laughs> sorry fellas <laughs> but yeah i tried to tell my ex-partner that and they were just like nope you like men <laughs> not even listening to you completely yeah, yeah. undermining you yeah pretty much that must have been rough mm-hmm. it definitely was but and i think that's also part of why i was trying to convince myself that i was um lesbian mm. um i was really desperately trying to convince myself that i was but no. so then you could in a way prove to her that look i don't even like men yeah yeah Oh, I get it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so the um, the the way that they were pushing you, their identity, trying to make it conform to the way you want they wanted, mm-hmm. in fact, made it do a one eighty. Yeah, pretty much. Jeez. <laughs> uh, you mentioned that it was um, uh, was it a, a woman you were with? Yeah. 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 And it was a uh, mentally. We don't really often hear about that perspective. No. Um... 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny you bring that up because um, you see a lot of straight people. They'll like fall out with their boyfriend, and they'll be like, "Oh, I'm gonna turn lesbian." Like girls are so much nicer, but um, these issues are just as prevalent in gay relationships. Yeah, they're universal. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know I've said that in the past, like having relationship troubles. I'm like, oh fuck, going gay. Yeah. <laughs> Go for the boys, honestly. Um, but honestly, that probably wouldn't even be any better. So. No, it's just people, isn't yeah, it? Definitely. But um, yeah, because I I haven't heard of that perspective personally ever before. Mm-hmm. Of I mean, except in to be fair, they weren't even together. But that TV show, you. Oh, which is a, a bad example for yeah that um visit peach i think in yeah. season one and beck mm-hmm. those two that kind of weird twisted relationship but even then they weren't together so i've never heard if you'd be okay sharing what it was mm-hmm. some of your experiences yeah i don't mind sharing some um so one of the things that kind of stuck with me um was that i was told this is the direct quote. Um, mm. I've tried to mould you into the person I want you to be, and it's not working. What the fuck? <laughs> um, what the fuck? Yeah. So, I'm pretty sure that's straight out of fucking Shakespeare. What the shit? So Sorry, continue. Bringing the identity thing back into it. Um, mm. Like, that's so damaging for your identity and your self-perception um because like it was also constant criticism um mm. and you know always like feeling invalidated and so that's bringing down your self-worth yeah, and it, it breaks down your sense of self um and you you start to rely on this person to tell you who you are and you mm. you believe it because I always used to think, like, you know when you see those kind of relationships on TV, you're like, well, why don't they just leave? Yeah. Um, and you don't realise until you've been through it how hard it is to leave because you can't deal with being alone because you're just so used to this person sort of, like, vicariously living through you, if that makes sense. I get it. I get what you mean, yeah. Um... Because I never, like, thought for myself it was always. So if a friend invited me out, I'd, I wouldn't think, am I going to have a good time? Do I want to go? It would be, does she want me to go? How is she going to What are they going to think? Yeah. Is she going to get mad? Blah, 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 blah. Um, Jeez. So I completely, completely lost who I was. And, like, all of my boundaries had just completely been eroded and... Yeah, it was quite... It, it left me in a very bad place afterwards. Um, I can imagine it. It's almost as if you'd built the structure that is yourself around this person. Yeah. And then when that didn't happen anymore, you didn't have the structure that you'd built yourself yeah, on. Yeah, definitely. You worded it better than I could have, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's my uh, grade 8 in English there, though. Um, but yeah, so like when when the breakup did happen and I was alone I just I really did not know what to do with myself and I was left with this feeling of who am I Mm. um because I knew deep down that I wasn't who she told me I was um but those were the things on the surface of my mind so it was hard those thoughts that yeah the the ruling thoughts yeah and it was hard to kind of like get rid of those and actually remember who i was before her Uh, can i ask how you did um yeah so well i did go to two therapy sessions Mm -hmm. they didn't help (laughs) um (laughs) it was just with the um school counselor at sixth form oh i've been to some of those before and you know she was lovely but i think her work is a lot more aimed at younger students um because she was giving me these, like, anxiety packs and, like... Oh, I've done those. You yeah. have to fill them in and there's colouring pages. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I appreciate the colouring pages, but... <laughs> um, It wasn't really tailored towards someone who had been through 
a mentally abusive relationship. Something quite traumatic, yeah. Um, so she, I think she knew that herself. So she referred me to um, the women's aid. Um, yeah. They put me on a waiting list, and I'm still waiting. Oh, lovely. <laughs> oh, fuck it out. Yeah, it's been almost a year, actually. And that that's something I will say. The mental health services in our country are utter shit. Oh, I know. They're awful. Um, it's either you go private, or you cling on for four years and yeah. hope that the person they set you up with first is any good. Otherwise, you wait another four fucking years. And then with CAMS as well, like, you'll probably turn 18 by the time they get back to you and they're like, oh, you can't use our services now because you're too old. Yeah. Yeah. My sister went through all those things and fucking, I had never been so angry in my life till I found out that bureaucracy works. <laughs> Is it, they, they need more funding, to be completely honest, Definitely. but they're so poorly run. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, I didn't really have those options. Uh, mm. So... The only thing I really did was just spend time alone. And this was um, sort of during lockdown as well. So that helped with being alone because yeah, you had yeah. no other choice. Really. <laughs> you were forced to. Um, so I was spending a lot of time with myself, um, you know, going on walks. Just I was trying to do creative things and try new things. Um, mm. And it's just about learning to enjoy your own company at first it was really hard and you know i'd get bored um but like cut forward to now i think about a month ago um i went to manchester by myself oh yeah Yeah, i saw i literally it was just to like walk around the city just have a wander and this was a big thing for me but i actually went to a bar and i ordered myself a double vodka coke and I ordered some food, and I just sat there reading my book, enjoying my own company. And that's I, pretty I fucking I cool. On a date, pretty much, but that's pretty fucking cool, Kaylee. I'm not gonna lie. Yes. Yeah, you so... went to a whole ass other city, <laughs> got yourself a drink, and sat there and read a book. That's that's boss behavior. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the only way to get to that point is literally by spending time with yourself and mm. just sort of getting to know yourself. Um, also, spirituality has helped quite a lot. Mm. Um, I'm not going to speak too much on it because I'm I'm still learning. You know, it's yeah. I'm in the journey of transitioning <laughs> to this uh, <laughs> spiritual journey. But um, so far, um, I know how to manifest, and I've been manifesting, and that is. Can you tell us more about that? So basically, oh, I don't know where to start. There's, there's so <laughs> many things. Um, okay, so if you want to manifest something, there's a lot of mm-hmm. methods, but the most common one is to like write it down. And it's pretty much um, you write down what you want to happen. And I'll give you an example. I did this with um, my grades. Yeah. Um, a level grades um so I, I just wrote down like probably once a week i was quite lazy with it <laughs> um <laughs> but i was like i will get the grades i need to go to uni and i just write it over and over and over and you just it's about having like positive affirmations and just saying them over and over um yeah and you know i did that and then on results day i got three b's which is what i needed damn um well done thank you um and like people were telling me because i was like oh my god i manifested this and people were like (laughs) people were like no you just worked hard and i was like listen (laughs) (laughs) don't you dare take this away from me (laughs) my last year of a levels that's when the um when the breakup happened pretty much Uh, Mm. i was in a really bad place my grades dropped um you know, some some papers I would be getting A's, but others I would get E's, and I'd get everything in between. Mm-hmm. Um, psychology, I was always getting, like, C's. Sometimes a B, but then also E's. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So the fact that I came out with three B's after my grades being so, like, I don't know. All over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just, like, a bit crazy because i know it's not that hard work because i really like 
let go of um, everything that was important to me during that time. Mm. Um, you know, my grades being one of those things. And so, yeah, I was like, I manifested it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've to be honest, it. I've been... Oh, gone. on. Continue. Say, I've done it with other things as well, and it's it's all happened. Um, but That's pretty cool. I may have to give it a try. I can't quite say what those other things are. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you keep your secrets. Yeah, those ones are <laughs> <to me. laughs> Yeah, I'll let you keep those ones. Um but to be honest, I've been meaning to try that kind of stuff because uh I didn't I didn't believe I'm I'm not religious myself, I'm agnostic. Yeah. Uh but I think karma has been instilled in me because my dad's a huge believer in karma. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed recently that even though I struggled a lot with my mental health uh at the like december february time when you know college was going into let's let's throw everything at you and then let's close (laughs) so i was struggling a lot during that period and then i mean on my a-level grades i got bcd Mm. which i'm quite happy with because i've got an endless meme you know i've got cbd (laughs) i've I've got that forever on my uh my academic (laughs) record but it's better than something else uh but I, I was struggling a lot with that. And then I was thinking, is this, do I actually want these higher grades? Do I actually want to go to this university? Do I want to get this job? And then I thought, no, I want to start a fucking podcast. I love that. I want to, yeah, I want to make a business. I want to do all this other shit that yeah. I won't really get time to otherwise. So in a weird way, the universe has put me on the path I actually wanted to be on. Yeah. I think that's And I think that's kind of crazy always well it's um like there's this uh i read this article on quantum physics i don't know how fucking valid it is but i've chosen to live my life by it since because i fucking love it it said that the way that we perceive time is subjective Mm -hmm. different organisms perceive time going at different speeds and different rates Mm. and in reality time has already happened everything that can that that will ever happen has already happened because we can only perceive time in that one way yeah. where we see it going in a straight line. My friend is But he's already done. Before. Yeah, I did though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm not crazy then. I didn't come no, to me in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah, I was just thinking like, there must, if that's already happened, then there is a plan. Mm-hmm. Religion got that bit right. Yeah. Unless you choose to believe in, you know, multiverse theory, then everything, then it goes all wacky and weird after that. <laughs> um, with the gracing that kind of happened to me as well because the university i wanted to go to um mm-hmm. was the university of manchester and big up manchester i literally needed one a and two b's and i could have gotten in so if mm-hmm. i had that one grade different i would have been able to get in but obviously i got three b's so i was one out um and i was thinking well i want to be in manchester anyway that's the main thing so I looked yeah. into Manchester Metropolitan. Um, I think their boundaries were like BBC. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm a <laughs> um, Continue. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's their boundaries. But um, I was looking into mm-hmm. the modules there and they're actually so much better like in terms of my interests. Um, because I want to study history at uni. Um, oh, yeah. And they do a whole module. It's not until year three, but they do a module on queer history. And I just thought, oh, wow, I want to do that. Well, yeah, that that's not really what anyone else gets to I learn know, about, I really. Unless you've seen that anywhere. Damn, big up Manchester. We are the best city. <laughs> <laughs> My mum actually went to Manmate, you know, for psychology. Did she enjoy it? She she loved it, yeah. I mean, granted, she um she had me like a year in, so she didn't get to enjoy oh, it all the way. I but see. sorry, mum. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she said that it was a great university and that I should stop being such a uni snob. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, definitely, man, that's a good I one. I feel like um being at sixth form though, it kind of installs in your head that you should be a uni snob. Oh my god, it does. And- going to the residentials as well like the um the one we went on with social mobility and they're always talking about like russell group universities how to get into them blah 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 but it's just it's not necessary 
it's like I started talking to that woman from a from the. Am I allowed to say this? Yeah, the link. Am I allowed to say this bit? <laughs> this isn't part of the NDA. Um, I started talking to that woman about the admissions that they they look at on the the forms. They yeah. said they 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 have they black bar the unis. They don't know what uni you go to when you sign oh, up. Really? A lot of jobs don't. Yeah. Oh wow. They just cross it out so there's no uni bias from like Oxford to Oxford graduates Wait, and that kind of why thing. Why do schools make it so like? You know, because they get money based yeah. upon how many people they send to the big ones. It looks better for them if their students go to prestigious course, unis. Yeah, that explains. Uh, I I didn't I didn't fucking think about it till like that woman told me that and I was like, wait. And then I slowly unraveled the thread back, and it's just, it doesn't actually fucking matter. Literally. They instill in us that we have to be these snobs, like you said, but no one fucking cares once you get to real life. Yeah, because they all have access to the same research as well, so... Mm -hmm. Except maybe Oxford and Cambridge are still, like, the branded. Yeah. That'll take you to some places. The Russell Group obviously lead in the research, but... I assume that all the universities get the research, you know. They would yeah. still have access to it, just because they're not leading it. But and To be honest, I'd rather go to a, a uni where I'll actually relate to the people, I'm yeah. not going to lie. <laughs> Some of my friends have gone to, to Cambridge and Oxford, and they said that, granted, the people there are all really nice, but they have completely different world experience. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, you know, my parents have uh, been together since they were... 22 they both went to this lovely uni i'm just like <clears throat> imagine having a nuclear family what a fucking loser <laughs> who even has that nowadays honestly what a fucking loser <laughs> get with the times bro <laughs> but yeah no <laughs> i don't even know where i was fucking going with that thread <clears throat> i know we've sort of um gone off the identity thing a little bit <laughs> A little bit. Your uni's part of your identity. There we go. I'll link it back. Yeah, there you go. Snobbery. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, though, actually, because so many people, like, stress over getting into, like, Oxford and Cambridge. Mm. The stuff they put their students through, like, <laughs> it's intense. Fucking, um, I, I can say her name because she's going to be on the podcast okay. in like, a few episodes, but Christine. Oh, Christine, yes. Christine got into Cambridge. I saw. Christine's amazing, listeners. <laughs> she is one of the funniest people I've ever met. You are going to love having her on the podcast. I can vouch for that but... one as well. <laughs> yeah, she's great. She uh, she got into Cambridge and she's like, oh yeah, uh, BT Dubs, I've already got like 21 essays due in. Oh no. And it's freshers. Another one of my friends got into Cambridge and she's, you know, like, she's fucking waist deep in essays as well. They just did matriculation where they all dress up like Harry Potter fuckers. Oh, yeah and then there's a uh, chloe yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna say her name there's chloe in oxford just getting pissed <laughs> her degree hasn't properly started yet so she's loving it yeah no but they've got 45 contract hour weeks Really? yeah i was looking at the little brochures when i was going to go to oxford then i decided i wasn't smart enough for that that's literally more than i work <laughs> Yeah, fucking I hell, like I, I can't do that. 30 hours a week, usually. I think I do three. <laughs> I'm a janitor, I get paid to go clean up at the end of the week. It's <laughs> You know, I'm... No, I fucking That's love fine. it, it's great. I thought you didn't have a job, so... Mm. Well, luckily, <laughs> my mum came into some property. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just clean her th- uh, therapy offices. Mm, cool. It's pretty wild. Do you know what? This can also link back to the identity thing. Um, mm-hmm. When I'm drunk, the first peop- the first thing I tell people is where I work. IKEA. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> you you love that. Do, because when when you tell people, they're just so interested. Well, yeah, IKEA is wild. I want to know what it's like. Actually, are you allowed to talk um, about this? As in, what it's like to work there. Yeah. yeah um, as long as you don't say anything bad, that, that can get you fired. I love it there. Um, some people might disagree, but um, from what I know, most people really enjoy it. And they're so um, good to their workers. We get um, a Christmas present every year. Oh. I know. Um, last year it was a lamp. 
like a mood light kind of thing. That's so uh, cute. One year, everyone got bikes, which was... What the I fuck? Know, I missed out on that, but... <laughs> um, but yeah, they're really great to work for, you know. They, they have really good values, um, and the, like, behind-the-scenes stuff is great because... Have you been to an Ikea before? I have been to an okay. Ikea before. So, <laughs> obviously, you know what it looks like. Um, but upstairs in the staff part, we have... Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is for all of them, but in our Ikea, we've got a relaxation room. Which yeah. is just, like, a room with a bed and, like, mood lights. And if you're stressed or anxious at work, you can go there on your break. What the fuck? And you can just, like, chill in there. Um, we also Ikea's the one. <laughs> we have showers for if you're going out after work. Um, we've got a dressing table area with like mirrors and hair dryers. We've got an ironing board. We've got changing rooms. Um, obviously, like a staff canteen. Um, a lot of like seating areas. But yeah, we've got a basketball hoop as well. I've never seen anyone use it though. <laughs> What the fuck? Jesus Christ, that's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I like going to work, but... Here, here's some of my friends, like, slaving their backs out at JD Warehouse, doing seven till sevens. <laughs> <laughs> you got a fucking relaxation yeah, room. What the shit is this? I get on, like, six hours as well. <laughs> my, friend, uh, my friend's going to be pissed. He's pulling 12s, like, four days a week. Nights as to well. Be fair, I did go from like a really bad job, so this is like the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was getting like four pounds an hour. At oh yeah. Cafe and like the people were lovely, um, but I was doing way too much for the money mm. that I was on, because um, I wasn't just a waitress. Like I was making all of the coffees. I did some of the cooking. I did the cleaning. Oh shit. Um, all around one it. time I was doing like the DIY in the garden, putting some lights up and like digging stuff. Um, yeah, you didn't get paid enough for that. <laughs> and then on top of that, there's dealing with the misogynistic old men. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, literally had customers say like, um, I told my friend you sh- that I should have sex with you. And they're very old, like 60s to uh... 80s. It's not nice. See, I was thinking about this earlier, to be honest. I mean, I'm going way off topic here, but uh, I was thinking, like, because British pubs are dying. Mm. I'm not going to lie. They're dying. And a lot of people are like, oh, why are they dying? You know, young people need to go out and go to the pubs more instead of all these clubs. They don't go to the pubs because of the creepy old fuckers that are in there. (laughs) I know full well if I go into a spoon and spoons and I start talking about trans rights or something, there will be one fucker. One little drunk fucker who comes up to me and starts trying to have something. Alright, I think we're coming to the end now. If this seems a little bit uh, lopsided, listeners, it's because I can't edit. (laughs) I need to start making money so I can pay someone to edit this more gratuitously than I can. But until then, you're stuck with me. (laughs) But anyway, that brings us to the end. Thank you so much, Kaylee, for coming on and sharing your experiences. Thank you for having me. Do you want to plug anything that you're working on or have going um, on? So I'm not working on anything, but if anyone listening is interested in buying clothes, um, <laughs> follow my Depop because I need money. <laughs> it's um, Kaylee Mo. Kaylee Mo. All right, there you go, guys. Go buy some of her clothes. <laughs> that way she can buy me drinks. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, oh, my mouse turned off. <laughs> We are very professional here at the Antidote Podcast. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. Hey guys, um, I thought I would read you a little something I found out whilst I was uh, looking up non-binary, just to make sure that what Kaylee said was correct. Uh, Non-binary, or genderqueer, is a spectrum of gender identities that are not exclusively masculine or feminine, identities that are outside the gender binary. Non-binary identities can fall under the transgender umbrella, since many non-binary people identify with a gender that is different from their assigned sex. Another term for non-binary is NB, uh, from the abbreviation NB for non-binary. 
and non-binary people may identify as having two or more genders, being bi-gender or tri-gender, having no gender, agender, moving between genders or having a fluctuating gender identity, uh, gender fluid, being third gender or other gendered, so that's people who don't have a name for their gender, uh, gender identity separate from sexual or romantic orientation, and non-binary people can have a variety of sexual orientations just as cisgender people do, and transgender as well. Uh, non-binary gender identities are not associated with a specific gender expression, such as androgyny. Non-binary people as a group have a wide variety of gender expressions, and some may reject gender identities altogether. Some non-binary people are medically treated for gender dysphoria with surgery or hormones, as trans men and women often are. So I thought I'd just share that because I found it quite interesting. Uh, and for those of you who have a problem with it, um, why? <laughs> uh, it doesn't affect you in any way, literally just... This is something I've never understood, right? Well, no, to be honest, I was pretty transphobic back in the day, but recently, once I, you know, stopped being a prick, it was like, why does it matter? Just ask someone what the pronouns are and just call them by that. They're just a person, dude. They're just someone inside a shell like everyone else is. Personality inside a shell. That's what we are, dudes. There's nothing to be a prick about it. <laughs> Alright, well, with that lovely message, uh, considering that's all I had to share this time, hope you guys have a great fucking Halloween. Watch some spooky movies for me. Uh, pop up my DMs and let me know what your favourite horror movie is, because I need advice if I'm going to make it through a lockdown Halloween. Let me know what you think I should be watching. And I'll see you guys next week.